like to talk to you today about Krishna or God as your doorkeeper. We all face situations where it seems like the door's just been slammed shut. We're working hard, but we're not getting good breaks. The loan didn't go through. We still haven't met the boy or girl of our dreams. Thoughts are going to tell you this door is never going to open. You can't accomplish your dreams. You don't have the training. You don't have what it takes. You're permanently locked out. Sometimes it's like the door just got slammed right in our face. So-called friend walked away. Person betrayed us. We came down with COVID for the third time. The door looks like it's permanently locked. But it is said that Krishna or God will open doors that no person can shut. Krishna or God is your doorkeeper. He's in control of your life. You may be up against a door that seems locked and bolted. No way you can get well. No way you can start that business. No way you can break that addiction. That door is dead bolted, chained, and locked. No, our message today is that if you've kept God first place in your life, when it's your time, the Most High God will break the chains. For those who are devoted to Him, He's about to unlock some doors that have been locked. You're about to walk into what you've been shout out of, promotion, healing, freedom, the right divine connections. Don't believe those lies that the doors are permanently closed. The God who opens doors is about to show up in the lives of those who are devoted to him. Maybe you've been shut out of abundance, shut out of overflow, shut out of a bountiful life. You've been shut behind that door of lack, not enough. But if you've kept him first place, I'm here today to tell you that in spite of what the circumstances look like, Krishna or God is going to do a new thing. He's going to take you to places that you've never been before. We're going to celebrate Krishna's appearance day this coming Friday. This is the description. When Krishna made his appearance on the earth 5,300 years ago, it was from within the prison house of the evil king Kamsa. By his own, what is called, yoga maya potency, he caused all the iron gates of the prison house to open up and the guards to fall asleep. Here's a little short description from the 10th canto of the Bhagavatam. By the influence of Yoga Maya, the prison guards fell fast asleep. Their senses became disabled, just as when the sun rises and the darkness automatically disappears. Similarly, when Krishna appeared within the world, the closed doors, which were strongly pinned, locked with iron chains, opened automatically. Vasudev, Krishna's father, easily carried him through the open doors of the prison house. Now, on that evening, there was a torrential rainfall sent by the demigod in charge of rain, Indra. And the nearby river Yamuna was filled with deep water, foaming with fiercely whirling waves. But just as the doors had given way, the turbulent river Yamuna also gave way to Vasudev and allowed him to cross. Like Kamsa's iron gates, like with the Yamuna River, those things which have been closed in your family line, perhaps even for generations, things you've been shut out of, dealing with addictions, depression, low self-esteem, mediocrity, 
Iron gates are about to swing open for those who are devoted to the Lord. Like with Basu Dave, you're going to walk out of prison into blessings, into freedom, into wholeness, into new levels. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare Hare. With my spiritual vision today, I see chains breaking right now. Deadbolts coming off, doors opening for you. You're coming out of generational curses, generational limitations, generational struggles into generational blessings. What's been stored up for your family is about to be released with you. What's been held back, what should have been yours, it's not lost, it's been accumulated. Gates are about to open up. You couldn't make it happen. It's the king of glory. It's the most high God. It's Krishna, your doorkeeper, doing what only he can do. Now, if you've kept him first place, get ready for some open doors. You honored him by chanting his holy name, so get ready. You're coming into a season of greater favor, greater opportunity, greater anointing, greater influence. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Now here's the key. Doors that have been closed, they have not been closed by accident. Krishna, God was getting you prepared for what's next. Krishna doesn't always take you to your destiny by the shortest route. The times that you didn't get what you wanted when you wanted it, the reason is you just weren't ready at that time. It would not have been a blessing for you then. The times that you've been shut out, the times that the door's been closed, those were not wasted times. Krishna, God, was doing a work in you, getting you stronger, making sure you could carry the weight of glory. You were faithful. You kept doing the right thing. You didn't complain when it wasn't fair. You didn't get bitter over who did you wrong. You weren't sour because it wasn't working out. You passed the test. You got up every morning and you honored the Lord by chanting his holy names through thick and thin. You proved to Krishna that you would be faithful. Now you're about to come into favor, resources, opportunity, blessings. My father there, he was a man of great faith. and He loved to tell stories. He was a born storyteller. He could keep you on the edge of your seat. Who knows what he would have become if World War II hadn't happened. Instead of going to college or seminary, he went to war. After the war, he immediately got married, went to work as a sales engineer to support our family of his wife, my brother and I. Never got the chance during his lifetime to develop his speaking skills. Once in a while at our church in Pennsylvania, the minister would ask my father to give what they called a lay sermon. He would preach with great passion. You could tell he loved it. You could even say that he was anointed for it, but he didn't get the chance more than a couple times a year. For my father, preaching was a closed door for most of his life. And though he clearly had the potential for it, he lacked the education and the opportunities. I remember at my elementary school graduation, I had been chosen to be the class valedictorian. I didn't think much of it, but my father threw himself into my speech. He suggested the topic. He worked with me for weeks, fine-tuning it, practicing it, making me rehearse it over and over and over. 
He was more excited than I was. It was epic. It was the talk of the town, and that was all thanks to Dad, who was speaking vicariously through me. My mother, on the other hand, had a college degree. She was extremely articulate. She loved crossword puzzles, had a great vocabulary. She taught English in elementary school. Here's my point. Put my father and my mother together, and you get me. <laughs> the door of Krishna consciousness opens when I meet my spiritual master in 1970, 52 years ago, and what happens? A generational iron gate gets unlocked. My family logjam broken. The dream in my father's heart came alive in me. Krishna originally put the dream in my father. He could sense that something fulfilling was out there on the horizon, but that door never opened more than a crack in his lifetime. He probably had the opportunity to speak in public maybe two dozen times, all told. For myself, I did the math. I met the devotees in 1970, and by the grace of my spiritual master, Sri Prabhupada, very conservatively calculating, I've had the opportunity since then to speak about Krishna in public not less than 10,000 times. Can I tell you, Krishna, or God, knows what he's doing. He's a faithful God. The fulfillment of that dream wasn't for my father, it was for his child. That was an iron gate that had been shut in our family line. Krishna had already promised it in the heart of my father through the skills of my mother. At the right time, the doorkeeper opened that generational gate. I'm living the dream that started with my father. Dad never saw the level of favor that Krishna has shown me. And I say this in all humility, giving God the credit. Krishna has taken me further than my father. And I often wonder what my father would think if he were here today. He couldn't even fathom what Krishna is doing. Now, in addition to live audiences at the Festival of Colors and other events, there's Zoom, YouTube, Facebook Live. There's been Cage Cran Radio live on the air for 24 hours since 1981. So similarly for you, I believe there are blessings stored up in your family line. Your parents, those that went before you, they may have seen Krishna or God's goodness. They were blessed, but they didn't realize it was limited. They were in some way still locked down. Like Krishna did with me, you have the potential to see those iron gates spring open. You have the potential to see the fullness of what God has in mind for your family. Maybe in your family there's a history of depression, of sicknesses. Maybe many members of your previous generations had heart disease or high blood pressure, Parkinson's, diabetes. Maybe there have been a lot of divorces, strife and division to date, dysfunction. Looks like you're locked out of good relationships, locked out of happiness, locked out of good health. Krishna is saying to you today, those iron gates are about to open. Doors that have been shut for family generations, chains that have limited you, are being broken. Krishna is releasing you into increase, into new levels, things that you've never seen before. And it's not what you did. It's the doorkeeper showing you favor, bringing you the right people, freeing you from the addiction, lifting you out of struggle and lack into more than enough.
We're asking you to get this down in your spirit tonight. If you've kept God first place, you can expect, count on doors open. Krishna is going to take you to where you couldn't go on your own. Chains that have kept those doors locked, deadbolted, looking permanent, they are no match for our God. And when it seems like you can't accomplish your dream, you don't have the connections. That loan didn't go through. People wouldn't help you. You've been shut out. That addiction, depression, anxiety, it all seems unbudgeable, permanent. Every thought starts telling you, you'll just have to live with it. It's your destiny. You've been locked out of freedom. But I'm seeing tonight the deadbolt turning. I'm seeing the doors starting to open. I'm seeing you walking into wholeness, freedom, as well as abundance. I can see those iron bars being cut into two. Krishna doing something unusual, uncommon in your life. He's about to unlock things that have limited you. Doors that look impossible are about to suddenly open. A door to healing, a door to freedom, a door to promotion, a door to a spouse. That temple that you wanted to build, that business you wanted to start, that book you wanted to write, that festival you like to organize, that community that you'd like to found. The reason that you haven't seen them yet is they've been behind a closed door. The good news is Krishna is the doorkeeper. He knows not only how to open the door, but when to open the door. When it's the right time, all the forces of darkness cannot stop what Krishna or God has purposed for your life. You need to tell every closed door, you are not permanent. You will not keep me from my destiny. You don't have the final stay. My doorkeeper has the final stay, and he's promised that he'll open doors that no person can shut. He will break through bars of iron. He will break chains to get me to my purpose. And you all have times when we know we're behind closed doors. We feel like we're outnumbered. The odds are against us. At that time, we have to remind ourselves, who is the doorkeeper? Get this down in your spirit. God can open doors that no man can shut. The enemy may temporarily have put you behind a door of sickness, a door of trouble, a door of addiction. You feel chained. You feel there's no way out. No. If you've kept him first place, your time is coming. Krishna would not have let that door close in the first place if he didn't have a purpose for it and an ultimate way to open it. Some of you live in certain exclusive areas where you have a gate in your driveway at home. And occasionally, when a friend is coming over or a repairman, you'll watch for them out the back door. And you can see from there when a car pulls up. They'll come to the gate and stop. They'll start scratching their chin, scratching their head, trying to figure out how to get in. You, unseen to them, activate the remote control from their house, and lo and behold, the gate opens up. They drive in. Invariably, don't they always say, I didn't know how he's going to get in. And the gate just opened up almost supernaturally. And you tell them, yeah, I was watching for you. I knew you were coming. I had the remote control. So in life, you come to these times when you're at a gate, a closed door. You don't have the code. You don't know how you're going to get through. It's too big. It's an iron gate. Well, don't worry. 
Krishna is watching and he has the remote. There's not a gate that you're behind that Krishna doesn't have the control to. It works all the way from the spiritual world. He just has to push the button, so to speak, give the command, and the gates spring open. He knows when you're at a big gate in your life, an iron door, you don't have the code, the sickness is staring at you, the financial problem, the child is off course, you're locked out. No way you can get past that gate. Our advice is don't lose it. Chill, stay in peace. Krishna sees you. He has the remote. And when it's the right time, that gate will open. Chains will be broken. Bars of iron will be cut into two. When Krishna wants it to open, nothing can stop it. Now notice how Krishna, God, comes into the dark places. He came into the prison house of Kamsa. He comes when you're hurting, when you're lonely, when life is not fair. You couldn't get to him, but Krishna, God, knows how to get to you. In fact, he's within each and every one of you right now in your heart. And he has something in his hand. It's called the remote control. He knows how to bring you out of what's blocking you in. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, God is strategic. He knows how to hide you. Like with Vasudev, he knows how to make you invisible to the enemy. Vasudev carrying Krishna right out of the dungeon, right past the guards. Nobody saw them. They passed a second set of guards. Same thing. Everything was great up to this point, but now they came to the main gate for the whole prison complex. This was a big one. It secured the whole facility. I can imagine Vasudev thinking, oh man, what are we going to do now? We made it through these small doors, but this one looks impossible. But a voice said to Vasudev, just keep on walking. Don't stop. So they're walking towards this big gate. It's not moving. It's made of iron. Every thought's telling Vasudev, you're stuck. You're never going to get out of here. Nothing's happening. He just kept walking. When they got to the gate, it swung open of its own accord. What happened? Krishna hit the remote control. Kamsa, the evil king, thought that he controlled the gate that it was his prison house, but he didn't realize that Krishna was his devotee, Vasudeva's doorkeeper. Now, there may be gates that are controlled by other people, but when it affects your destiny, Krishna becomes the doorkeeper. Kamsa's men had control of that gate up to a point, but when it affected Vasudeva, the devotee, and his purpose, Krishna said, hold on a second, I'll take the remote. And when you realize that Krishna, God, is your doorkeeper, even iron gates, doors that look impossible, situations where you don't see a way out, know that Krishna has the remote control. You can live in peace. You can stay in faith, keep on walking, know that Krishna will get you to where you're supposed to be. Part of the test is to keep on walking towards that iron gate. The gate doesn't open until you reach it. You have to keep walking towards that gate by faith. The medical report is not improving. Your child's not doing better. Your dream seems out of reach. That iron gate is staring at you. It's taunting you. Thoughts are whispering. You might as well pack up, throw in the towel, 
so you made it through a couple of minor doors, but this one is not going to open. You see the iron, you saw the medical report, you know what your finances say. No, keep walking by faith and not by sight. When it's the right time, the gates are gonna open of their own accord. They're gonna spring open by remote control. You didn't have to force it, to manipulate it, to strive. It'll be the hand of God. Krishna is going to step in as the doorkeeper of his divine. It's gonna be unusual. Of its own accord, those doors are gonna open. It's not gonna happen in the way that you think, with the people that you think. It's not gonna happen how the experts think. You're not going to be able to explain it. You'll know, and everybody else will know, it's the hand of God. Sometimes Krishna will use other people to open up our gates. He has the right connections already lined up. You may not even know them, but they will come to you. Use their influence to push you upward. You didn't have to make it happen. You just keep honoring God, keeping him in first place. That doorkeeper will open doors that no one can shut. In 1991, my Bobby and I had an idea to build a temple in Spanish Fork, Utah. The area, as you know, is 90% another religion. This is an iron gate that's pretty much been shut since the beginning of history. Practically, you cannot find any precedent for starting a church in an area that's already 90% committed to another religion, let alone a Hare Krishna church. All the research, all the data says it's impossible. That gate has historically been locked and the key thrown away. And I'd heard in a talk that when you have an impossible God-centered dream, one of the things you need to do is to share it, share that vision, announce the dream far and wide, broadcast the message, tell everyone you can, see if you can infect others with the same passion. So I've been doing that for a couple of years, 1990, 1991, 1992. Not much was happening. We collected a few thousand dollars, drop in the bucket. The gate to a Krishna temple in Utah seemed permanently closed, seemed there wasn't sufficient interest, there wasn't nearly enough funding. One day, I was invited to the home of Narayan Sutar to do a puja, a worship ceremony. And there were a lot of Gujarati families who had been invited to attend. And afterwards, we were sitting at a long table out in the backyard having lunch. And from across the table, down the line, Dr. Dinesh Patel, whom I had never met and barely knew at the time, said in front of everyone, Chiru, how is the fundraising going for the temple in Spanish for? I said it was going on. I didn't know at that time that Dr. Patel was in the process of selling his pharmaceutical company for $350 million. He said in the presence of everybody at that table, he said, I'll match the first $50,000. At that point, I knew that Krishna had opened a door to a historical Krishna temple in the land of Zion. Dr. Patel and his devoted wife, Kalpana, ended up giving $130,000 and raising an equal amount from the Gujarati community. And as Dr. Patel and his wife, Kalpana, had been our divine connections to open the Spanish Fort Temple in 2001, he, along with another friend of ours, Sri Sharma were instrumental in building a second temple 
and Salt Lake City, which opened in 2019. What do we learn? Sometimes Krishna's working and you don't even realize all that's going on in the moment. He's doing things right now in your life that are leading to open doors. After you get past it, you'll look back on that time and think, wow, Krishna, you were with me the whole time. You were ordering my steps. You brought that person across my path for a reason. You made me invisible to those enemies who are after me. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I wonder how many times Krishna's worked on your behalf, but you couldn't see it. Even now, he's working behind the scenes. There are doors that he's about to open for those who keep him first place. Doors of healing, doors of freedom, doors to abundance. Looks like an iron gate, but of its own accord, it's going to spring open. There are doors that Krishna is capable of opening for you that will amaze you. Now, don't be discouraged because they've been closed for a long time. That was all part of the process. Krishna's not forgotten about you. He's about to show up. Iron gates are about to open. It's not going to be what you are thinking. It's going to be bigger, better, more fulfilling. Get ready. I believe doors are about to open for you in your walk with God in your business, in your health, your relationships, your finances, like with Vasudev, like with Vaibhavi and I, those iron gates, doors that look permanent of their own accord are suddenly going to open. Because you've kept the Lord number one in your life, you're going to go beyond the prison gates, past the log jams, you're going to see greater freedom, greater healing, greater opportunities, new levels of your destiny in this life, next life, you're going to go back to home, back to God. Thanks very much for your kind attention. If any of this resonated with you, raise your arms in the air and say along with me, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.